the Woodside Church Podcast. There's many things that happen. Uh, there's a monthly 24-hour prayer that happens. There's different early morning groups uh, for the very keen, uh, some very early actually. Uh, there's also other spontaneous groups that that, that pray as part of the, the church family, which is fantastic. But we wanted to find a way where we could gather as a larger group to pray together. And then someone, I'm not sure if it was, I don't know who it was, if I'm honest, someone had the idea, well, why don't we gather on a Sunday morning, like we normally do, but instead of having our normal Sunday, which would be sustained worship, would be a preach, etc., why don't we give the, the heart of what we do together to prayer? And so I'm not sure if you were expecting this, or maybe you've come especially for this, but today is our prayer Sunday. And we're going to do this once every six weeks, probably, roughly, uh, and the whole service is going to be very different. So, so be prepared, it's going to look different. Is that okay? Are you excited? Okay, good, good, good answer, good answer. Uh, now, uh, we're going to have the kids involved before they go to their group, so children don't leave until you're told to. Uh, we're going to have the young people involved, and we're going to have different elements of, of the church families. We share different news, and we call out to God together. We really want to do this and give ourselves this. Sometimes prayer can be hard work, so I hope you're, hope you're ready. Uh, I'm feeling a little tired, if I'm honest, but I'm ready. Uh, but let's really follow God together. We have an open mic, uh, and so we, we create space for different people to pray, so maybe as we cover different topics, you may want to lead us in that. Please feel release to do that. But we really want to chase God, as it were. We want to seek God together. Uh, and as I was preparing for today, I was reminded of the early church recorded in Acts. And you may be aware that often when they gathered, they gathered to pray. Actually, that was a, a normal part of their diet, which was part of what fed into our thinking. Uh, we're doing this morning. But there's an amazing moment, Acts 4, and we'll be touching on this later on because will, there will be a short talk. Uh, but in Acts 4, when the church was under pressure and being told they weren't allowed to speak the name of Jesus to other people, uh, the first thing they did is they prayed, but their first prayer was a prayer of praise. You may be familiar with the words in Acts 4. It says this, Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke, spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of our servant, our father David. It declared who God was and who God is, and that became their focus of their prayer meeting. And out of that flowed lots of other prayers. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to worship. I would encourage you to really get in quick, engage quick. We've got a couple of songs, and then we're going to flow into other things. Is that all right? But let's first... Give our focus to the sovereign Lord. Amen? Amen. Let's stand together. Colin and the band are going to lead us, and then we'll go from there. Thank you. Let's do that then. To God be the glory, great things he has done. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. So let's just praise God, lift up his holy name. Jesus, we say to you, would you come have your way amongst us? We encourage you, just as we stand, if you feel comfortable, I just want to ask you just to lift your hands to God. don't have to do that, but it's, it's good sometimes to do something physical to connect with what your, your heart's saying. And just say, Jesus, we want to, would you have your way amongst us this morning? We thank you, Jesus, that when we focus on you, we find hope. We find strength, we find courage, we find answers, we find perspective. Lord Jesus, we thank you that we can come to you and say, Sovereign Lord. We thank you that you're the God who is in control. You're the God who knows us better than we know ourselves, even knows what we need to pray today. Lord, your word says that our Father knows what's on our hearts before we pray. So we thank you that nothing is a surprise to you. Thank you that you know us intimately and you love us unconditionally. So you say, Jesus, have your way amongst us in this moment, in this service. 
just ask Spirit would you lead us as we focus our gaze on you not on challenges but on you and we say Jesus every answer is yes and amen in you thank you God thank you God thank you Jesus bless you if you'd like to take your seats for a moment thank you If you've uh, if you didn't if you've come in the last few minutes, just to say we've got a different type of morning service. Uh, we're going to be praying a lot today. We'll be sharing some things as well. Uh, so if you're expecting the normal 35, 40 minutes worship and then a preach, it's going to be a bit different today. We're going to try this every so often. So just so you know, uh, we're trying something new. I think it's going to be okay. Okay, I'd love to invite Lois. Uh, Lois, let's welcome Lois, shall we? <laughs> Lois is remarkable. She oversees all our kids' work on both our locations, also uh, runs a lot of the teams that serve on Sunday mornings in the partner, and she's also very, very nice. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and she puts up with me as well, which is, a, which is amazing. Uh, Lois, you can lead us for a moment and invite some of the kids to help us. Is that all right? What a glorious day it is to bring our thanks to God, isn't it? It's, um, I mean, we love the weather, and it's at the moment cool in here, so praise God for that. So as Martin said, yes, I'm part of the uh, Kids Work team, um, and they are an amazing team, let me just tell you. And um, I'm, they, they volunteer every single week of the year, um, and they teach our children about God. And I, I think you'll agree they do a good job, don't they? So we thank them for that. Um, and recently, we've been learning um, in Engage, so that's the, the group that are five, age 5 to 10. Um, in Engage, we've been learning about how God talks to us even when we're little. So even though we're young, God still talks to us. We don't have to be grown-ups. Um, and when he talks to us, he may ask us to do things for him, and he gives us everything we need. Um, so if he asks us to do something, for sure, he will give, give what we need to do that thing, and especially when we pray. So if we're asking God um, in prayer, then he will give us what we need. So that's great, isn't it? And so that's what the kids have been learning recently. And last week, um, we asked the children, would you like to share something in the meeting? And we had quite a few volunteers, which was really exciting. I mean, I don't do kids' work upstairs, because as you know, I'm at the back quite a lot. Um, and... Um, um, I got an email this week saying, oh yes, various different people have volunteered to do something. And I was absolutely thrilled. It's so exciting, isn't it, when children want to be involved um, with God's stuff. So I'm so excited. I'm going to invite them to come up now. And so we've got Sophia, who is going to come up and tell us a little bit about when she's asked God um, to help her. We've got Lydia and Isla. Do you want to come? Lydia and Isla are going to um, read some scriptures for us, which is very exciting too. And Kenny and Ty, are they here yet? No? No, not yet. Okay. Well... I, I think you'll agree we have some great contributions coming. So, Sophia, would you like to go first? Good morning, everyone. For those that don't know me, my name is Sophia. I have been asked to share you this morning how God has helped me with my confidence and lead me to this point today. God has helped me with my confidence because he is a good listener and he's always there for me. He has answered me by speaking to me when I pray. An example of this is that I have prayed that I would have the confidence to share this story with everyone this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 says, My grace is all you need, for my power is the greatest when you are weak. Thank you for listening and remember to find strength in God. Amen. Thank you. Do you want to go or do you want to stay?
James chapter 5, verses 13 to 16. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they had sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much for your contributions. Uh, Any Kenny? Kenny yet? No? Okay. (laughs) Wonderful. Lois, thank you. Girls, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shall we pray for our children before they go and thank God for what God is doing in their lives? Uh, Lord God, we thank you that you love the children. You said to let the children come to me. Lord, we thank you for what we've heard. We've heard your word read about prayer. We've heard Sophia's testimony about you giving her confidence and strength. Lord, we thank you that you are working in our children's lives. We, 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 that is a precious thing for us, God. We thank you that you love them even more than we love them. But we do pray for them now. We pray that they would increasingly know of your grace and your goodness and your love and your care and your leadership. Lord, I pray that in their groups they would grow strong together, but also strong in their knowledge and their relationship with you. We thank you too for the leaders that lead every week, week in, week out, different teams are serving. We thank you for them. We pray would you bless them also in Jesus' name. All God's people said, amen. 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 Kids, thank you so much. You are released. And let's thank the the people with the bright t-shirts on are serving today. Wonderful. Not sure if we're going to top Sophia's testimony. Isn't that amazing? So good, so good. What I'd love to do now is not for a long time, but I just, we felt it would be helpful, probably important that when we gathered to pray like this, that we also looked at God's word together and we, we, we used that as an encouragement for us to pray. And that's what we're going to do at this moment. I won't speak for long because I don't want to take time away from praying together. But we felt it would be helpful to really to, to encourage us uh, in our walk with God, encourage us in our morning. And so what I'd love to look at in a moment is, is the, the words from Acts 4, which is the prayer of the early church. Remarkable church. If you know the background, I'm sure many of us will. Uh, they've been given this commission by God to go and, and be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Uh, they, they've also talked about how the message they have is for their children and also for those who are far off. And so there's, there's, a, there's a commissioning, but it's also got a sense, if you like, legacy. It's about investing now in order for the future. And then this is a remarkable moment in Acts 2.42 when it says the, 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 the disciples devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to a prayer. And so you get this remarkable story of, of mission, of community, and also investing in a legacy that goes beyond their days, which is why we're stood today. Actually, I'm stood today. It's why we're here today. But in the backdrop of that, just before the prayer in Acts 4, we see that Peter and John are sharing the gospel. Uh, they uh, meet a, a man who's been lame for all of his life. They don't have Money or gold, that's how they put it. So money or gold I do not have, but in the name of Jesus will you get up and walk. Remarkable moment. And out of that moment and the gospel being preached, I think approximately around 10,000 people came to faith, were added to the church. But the early authorities were unhappy with that and forbid them for speaking the name of Jesus. And then you see they return, uh, after being released, they return back to the, the Christian community And we read the words in Acts 4 that Luke has recorded, not only as a description of what they did, but many would argue a great um, example for a praying church. And so I'd love to read these words and just pull out a few things for us 
when we get into this uh, as a way of encouraging us this morning. So if we just look at the words in Acts 4, and uh, should we read this together? We haven't done that for a while, have we? We always used to do this back in the day. So, Acts 4, verse 24, together. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of the Holy Servant Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Wonderful. Wonderful. So just a few things, just to highlight, and then we'll pray some more. The first is this. We pray to a sovereign God. We pray to a sovereign God. Their first response was praise, and they began to recount three things about God. He's the God who creates, he's the God who speaks, and he's the God who is in control of all things. This should creates such a reassurance to us today. We're not appealing to a God who's out of control. We're appealing to a God who is in complete control. In fact, we're appealing to a God who wants to see the things that he's called us to do together to be fulfilled. So their sovereign Lord was like, Lord, this is what you've called us to do. We're a community on a mission building a legacy together. You are the sovereign one. We also see both God's sovereignty and human responsibility. There's a couple of places in those verses which partner those two principles that we see throughout the New Testament. Verse 28 particularly says, They did, that's Herod and Pontius Pilate, what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. It's interesting, isn't it? So what evil men did to Jesus was not out of God's control. Ponder on that for a moment. The centerpiece of our faith, the death and the resurrection of Jesus, was not only evil people, it was also part of God's plan working hand in hand. One commentator put it this way, the, the encouragement of God's sovereignty said this, a belief in God's sovereignty doesn't make us passive. It fuels our prayers. It gives us real hope as we address our petitions to the God who has all power in heaven and on earth and will accomplish all his purposes. So when we come with the different things we want to pray about today, it's not like, well, this, is our, this isn't our wish list. This is us trying to catch hold of what God wants to do through us, what God intends to do through us. It's not that we should be passive because God's sovereignty is always coupled with human responsibility. And part of our responsibility, of course, is to pray. Thirdly, we pray to the God who sees. They said in Acts 4.29, consider their threats. God sees. God knows. There's nothing outside of his gaze. In fact, even before we pray, we're told in Matthew 6 that our Father knows what we need before we begin to ask of him. So even when we think, God, we need this, we need this, we need this, our Father's saying, yeah, I know. I know you need those things. We pray 
to the God who sees. The finally, oh no, so there's two more. We pray that God would act, of course, stretch out your mighty hand. Mixed in this sovereignty and human responsibility, we're asking that God would act and fulfill his plans. And finally, we see something happen. We see three things happen, actually. We see the place was shaken. <laughs> now, that would be something, wouldn't it, if that happened this morning? <laughs> We'd be praying for something different after that, wouldn't we? Like, like repairing of the building. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they went out with boldness. I remember her Terry Virgo, who started in the New Frontiers movement, Terry Virgo once said, one of the key things that happen in a prayer meeting is that we go out different. It's not about our wish list, about us catching hold of what God has for us and doing something in there. When we go out emboldened, more full of God and the Holy Spirit and ready to press on in confidence because we've met the sovereign one again. We've been reminded that God is in control. So most of all what happens in a prayer meeting is God changes us as we catch hold of all of who he is and all what he wants to do. Amen? I bet you're thinking, come on, let's pray then. When are we going to have to pray? Okay, now's our moment. Right, I'd love to ask the amazing Ollie Hearn, who is our youth pastor, who's going to lead us, and then we're going to pray. Ollie, let's welcome Ollie, shall we? Hello, everyone. Hello, nice to see you all. Oh, lots of smiley faces and summery outfits. Um, we're going to pray in the, this first chunk is praying for the community area of our vision. And part of that is our youth work. That's obviously what I do most of the time when I'm around the church family. Um, and actually, currently our youth work is a really, really exciting place. You will have heard like little whisperings maybe. Sometimes Martin gets on the stage and like, our oh, youth work is going really well. Honestly, it is really, really exciting. But we're going to pray for it. Um, and... I'm going to ask for the first slide, see which one comes up, and the next one. There we go. So we're going to, basically, I've got way too much to pray for, for the time I've been given, which is a great, great problem to have. So we're going to do it in sections. We're going to go over the prayer points just on this first slide, and then we're all going to spend time praying together. And the left-hand section, my left hand, so this, that's you guys over there, the central, you two are together. You guys are going to be praying for God to equip us to guide all of the non-Christian young people we see to him, showing them grace and his welcome, ultimately resulting in commitments and baptisms. Now, we have seen a little bit of growth in this area. We're seeing about 45 young people every week from non-Christian backgrounds, from non-church families, which is amazing. They come into this place having a safe place, having a massive welcome from all of our wonderful youth team, some of which are here. And we're going to pray that actually we see fruit of them come into this building we want to see them meet with the Father, and we want to see in the next Baptism Sunday more and more young people standing up here sharing testimonies. We've had so many recently. We want more of that. This is something that we really want to push into and see lives change. So that's what you guys are going to be praying for in a minute, so don't start yet. The, the central area, you guys are going to be praying for God to bring forward the right people in the right positions as we look towards guiding the youth work to greater sustainability. That's a bit of a mouthful. You won't have to like repeat that time and time again, don't worry. But I'll give you a bit of a lowdown. Essentially, we've seen loads and loads more young people come to us since, since the pandemic, since coming back, which is so, so exciting. But from September, we're kind of looking to make it more sustainable. We don't just want to be able to host a safe place. We want to be able to care for them really effectively, pastorally. We want to be able to mentor them well. We want to be able to provide lots of different aspects for our young people beyond just coming and playing games and hearing a talk and that kind of stuff. And so from, from September, we're really looking to do that. And I personally and all the other team would appreciate prayer for what that looks like, the right people to come forward, and for actually our youth work to be the most sustainable thing that we've run before, if that makes sense. We're looking for not only praying for the growth we've seen, but also preparing for greater growth in the future, which hopefully, even a little bit scarily, will come. Okay, so this is what the central area is going to be praying for. And the right-hand side over here is, this is one linking together, one key theme, one key something we want to represent as a church and also as a youth group is that we are one family, which obviously meeting here on a Sunday morning and meeting Great Denver on a Sunday morning, plus all the different groups and clusters can be difficult. But for you guys, what we'd really appreciate 
is that is prayer into a youth, Woodside youth growing together as one family. Moments like Nuda are so valuable for this, where we all gather together on one big site and just spend a whole week just getting to know each other and hanging out. But we want to pray that that is not the only moment, that all the way through the year, we are one big family. Does that make sense for you guys over there? Um, are we okay to stand? Can I ask you to stand if you're able to? I find when I'm praying, I mean, when I'm praying, I'm a wanderer, so I'll be doing laps around the whole hall. Um, obviously, you guys don't all have to do that. But we're going to pray for two minutes, two minutes or into these sections. You can pray just by yourself. You can pray with the people in your row, but you know what you're going to pray for. And I would say, let's try and speak it out loud. Let's speak it really loudly. Let's, let's encourage each other in prayer and pray for these sections. And then we can come back with some more personal prayer points. Is that okay? Perfect. Let's go for it. And let's, I want to hear all your prayers. Fantastic. Yeah, thank you, Jesus, that, you, that we are a safe place for young people of this town. And Lord, we pray that as they come in, as they are welcomed, as they meet characteristics of you, that that results in lifelong commitments, in lives being changed, in testimonies being shared, and the gospel being spread across the whole, all the nations, Lord. We pray that this is a place, this is a catalyst for lives to be changed further. We pray that as we grow as a youth work, that you bring us greater sustainability, you give us vision, you give us structure just to care for the young people of this town, of this nation so, so well, allowing us to work with other churches and organizations just to just to serve the young people that you created and you think are amazing. And Lord, we also just pray that as all of this happens, that we are one family together, that we represent the unity and the family that you are in the Trinity, Lord. We want to represent that in everything we do, and we pray that you help us to do that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can sit down, and then I'm going to ask you to stand up in about another minute's time. Sorry. It's like a carol service, but we're about halfway through the year. Um, now, the idea, go back two and a half weeks ago before my life got a little bit crazy. The idea was we're going to have lots of young people come up and share prayer points. And then I realized that I forgot to ask them, and it was quite last minute. However, the joys of Instagram means that's really easy, okay? So I put a message on our Instagram this week asking for some prayer points. You'll notice that there's lots of young people here. They're amazing. A lot of young people are at home studying because this is one of the most intense weeks of exams for A-levels and GCSEs. Um, so some of them are away doing that. But on the next slide, we've got four prayer points from some of our young people and there was loads more, but I've kind of picked the ones that overview each area of lives of young people right now. So I'll explain them, and then we'll go pray for those, and then I'll hand over back to Martin. But the first prayer to do with exams is for peace and favor throughout the remainder of exam season. They've got about two weeks left. I think maybe three, four weeks ago, we had David come up and share that the first week of GCSEs went really well. I believe that has continued for GCSEs. They've been really good. A-levels have been a bit more of a mixed bag. They've been pretty difficult, um, but actually, one theme that we have seen through all our young people is that there has been peace, which for exam season, sometimes I don't expect it, because it can be terrible and it can be stressful, it can be really hard, pressure from everywhere, but actually the summary has been peace. However, there's still two more weeks to go, and so we're going to pray for peace and favor to carry on, and that once exams are done, that there is a real freedom and relaxation for our young people. So that's prayer number one. Prayer number two is for God to provide young people of all ages to our youth groups, resulting in long-lasting friendships being made. This is important. I can imagine a lot of people, if they went to a church youth group when they were really young, still has friends from, the, from those youth groups. Me and Matt, we met um, way before youth group, but we have had a, we've got a lifelong friendship because of the meetings we were able to have here. And actually, we want God to provide everyone of all ages, so that it can be long-lasting friendships. At the moment, we've got a few kind of like bunches of different age groups, and one of the prayer requests is that actually this is a place where friendships are built and last a lifetime. And that's a really good prayer, right? So we go pray for that. Prayer number three is for God to bless preparations for all starting university in September, that the cause will suit them well, and they will, they will settle slash fill at home quickly and my little add-on to that is that they find a church family that they really belong to and love as well they the youth didn't write that so i didn't feel i could write it but i want to add that in 
we've got, I think, probably about 13 young people moving to, onto university this year. That's a big number. That's our young people spreading all over the country. Um, and we want to pray that God blesses them, that that goes really well, and that when they come back at Christmas, there's a big reunion celebration of everything that has gone really well, rather than, oh, guys, this has been really tough. So we go pray for that and that they find church, a church family quickly. And for number four, the inevitable one probably, it's for New Day 2023 to be the best yet that we will encounter God, build friendships, and win at sports. Now, personally, personally, New Day 2014 when we won the dodgeball tournament was the best New Day ever, but that might be changed this year. But we go pray for New Day. We've got, at this point, about 46 young people coming with us. We are resourcing three other churches coming with us as well. So we are, this is really exciting. New Day 2023 is going to be amazing and we will get there and it will happen and it will be really good. So we're going to pray for that as well. We're not going to split it up into chunks as we've done that. I thought I'd mix it up. But I'm going to ask you to stand and we're going to pray for all of them within like two two minutes. We're going to go for 30 second chunks and... (laughs) I'm sorry, I thought I want to give us some energy. Um, and if possible, I think it would be good to pray in pairs or threes with the people around you for these ones. And then you can kind of go on a little rotation of each, praying for one and then saying a big amen, amen at the end. Okay. Sorry, I'm speaking very fast. Are you guys ready? Is that okay? And then I will finish with prayer at the end. Um, but let's pray. Let's lift up all these prayer requests. Let's lift up our young people to God and pray on their behalf. Thanks, Ollie. Please take your seats. Ollie said, sorry, I took more than 10 minutes. I knew this wasn't going to work in the sense of it's, we're never going to get to everything, but that's absolutely fine. That was fantastic. Ollie, thank you. Uh, okay, we, we, we're praying in about our community together. Just We're going to try and look at community and mission and legacy just to give you an idea of the shape of what we're going to try and pray into. And, and another area we'd love to pray about in terms of our community is our work which we call project 41 which is the term that we use for all of our ministries serving our our community our local community so dave low i'm looking for you my friend there he is let's welcome dave low dave's one of the staff team involved in many areas of project 41 i'll let him explain what we're going to pray about thanks dave good morning everyone um, for those that don't know me, my name is David, and I currently work for Woodside Church, and part of my role is to oversee and support everything Project 41 related. For those that don't know much about Project 41, it's the church's outreach program, and it's things that we do to support the wider community. Um, We actually have a lot on during the week at Woodside Church. On Mondays, we have Play People, which is a parent, guardian, caregiver, and toddler group. And that's Mondays and Tuesday mornings. That is overseen by Vicky Bentley. And she has a great team of volunteers that help out every week for a couple of hours. Um, And Play People has been amazing. It's basically been around for years I mean, my, my two daughters attended Play People. We've probably got grandkids now of, of, of parents that went to Play People. Um, so that's really wonderful. Um, we have Connections on a Wednesday morning, which is overseen by the wonderful Stuart and Carol O'Dell, who are an amazing couple. Um, that is a seniors um, event, get-together. They do loads of great work, um, loads of activities. It's just a really nice um, thing every Wednesday morning. Um, Thursday is a bit more my area of expertise, but in the morning we have Centre 41, which is more of a drop-in provider centre. We try and just help and reach as many people as we can um, for different number of reasons. It could be housing, it could be benefit support, it could be mental health. Any, anybody that wants help, we are there to listen and to do God's work. 
Um, part of that, um, we have lots of help desks. So there's myself, sort of a jack of all trades, master of none. Um, but we also have one support, which are a local housing organisation. Beds RCC, I think I've got that right, which is a local charity that provide loads of support. Um, we also have um, uh, Kath and the lovely Ruth. They pop along and tell everyone a bit about um, the befriending service, which comes also under Project 41. Um, many of you know will know about um, the befriending service, but that's an amazing um, service that we do provide, and it's based here at Woodside Church, um, and Kath and Ruth oversee that. Uh, on a Thursday also, we have an IT help service. It's like a drop-in. It's very successful. That's run by Beds RCC. Uh, RCC, yeah, I got that right. Um, and it's basically to help those that are not very computer savvy or feel very isolated because they don't have internet access or everything is done on a smartphone, a tablet, online these days. So it's just to help people um, build confidence and break those barriers because it could be something like a lot of... A lot of things have to be done online, so it could be something as simple as submitting a meter reading to your um, provider to get an up-to-date bill. Um, so it's just helping anything IT-related. Um, then on a Thursday afternoon, it's probably my favourite time of the week, personally, um, but it's, it's Bedford Food Bank, and we have a distribution centre here. Um, the reason I enjoy it so much is because you, you just get to see people and engage and help them um, and build relationships. It's, people often ask me about food bank, and it, obviously we wish we lived in a world where there wasn't the need to provide food for people, but we do, so we do our best, and we have a great team of volunteers supported by Sarah and her team over at Bedford Food Bank. And it's just a real privilege to be involved. Um, I think I've covered most things. We also have a monthly craft cafe, which is always very successful. I believe that started up again recently. Um, so that's really fantastic. Um, I think that's about it from me. Um, if you've got any questions or anybody wants you know, to come and grab me afterwards, if you want to find out a bit more, if you want to volunteer, then just give me a shout. But I'll pass you back to Martin. Thank you for listening. Well done, Thanks, David. Fantastic, Dave. Thanks for taking us through that. Can I ask you to stand, please? And you'll see on the screen a number of things we'd like to pray for on the back of what Dave's been sharing. Let me just read them briefly to you. And I don't need to unpack them, or we just need to pray. So first is this, pray for the extension, the vision of Project 41 to reach out to Bedford Town. We now feel that God is saying it's not so much about MK41, which is where that name came from. It's about feeling a sense of our responsibility to serve the wider Bedford area as well and the surrounding villages where our church is represented. Please pray for funding for different activities, including Centre 41, Christmas Mill and other summer outreach activities. Please pray for all the staff, team members, volunteers and friends of the project who turn up weekly to support in different parts of the project. Please pray that people will be saved through different activities across the project. We obviously want to serve people's needs and meet them where they are and what, what, what the demands on their life, but ultimately we know Jesus is their, is, is their answer, but we love them just where they are. And please pray for the most vulnerable clients being supported across the project, especially through the Befriending Service as well as Centre 41. We obviously come across people in very, very difficult situations. So please pray for wisdom, and please pray for us as we try and help people who are in sometimes very, very concerning situations. Okay, lots to pray about. Uh, so how are we going to do this? I tell you what, if you want to pray on your own, please pray on your own. If you'd like to gather the people around with you, please pray with them. Or if you want to find someone different to pray with, go and find someone different to pray with. Is that all right? Okay, I'm sure you like the people around you, but, you know, please feel released to, to pray. Let's really... For a number of minutes together, let's pray for things on the screen and the work of Project 41. Thank you so much. I'm just going to pray for um, Project 41 in general. So.
Um, those of you who finished, if you want to say amen, that's great. Father, I want to thank you for the vision that Luke had for Project 41 of, of reaching our community with the kingdom in its fullest aspects. And, and Lord, I thank you that the most vulnerable, those most disconnected, are enabled to somehow receive help and connection. And Lord, I, I want to lift up to you all the staff and the volunteers. Thank you, thank you, thank you for people who volunteer. And it, it, sometimes it's not very glamorous, but and it's just consistency week after week that people come and serve. I thank you for that. We don't take it for granted. And Jesus, I thank you for people like Dave Lowe and others in the team who just serve and serve and love. And I, I've seen him, God, the way he just accepts people and loves them. So, Father, I want to pray for an increase of your kingdom in every aspect of every part of Project 41. I ask, Jesus, that those who are on the fringe would be drawn in. I ask, Father, that those who are broken would be healed. I ask, Jesus, that those who have such huge practical situations going on, would there be good resolution for everyone? God, give us wisdom. Those of us who have to make decisions, give us wisdom, God. Release funding for the areas that we need it, we pray pray, Jesus. I, I ask Holy Spirit, would you come and breathe on every aspect and with every individual that's connected with this for your glory and for your kingdom's sake, we ask it. Amen. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you. Just take your seats. There's one, one final area in terms of community that I'd love us just to pray for. Uh, and that, I guess you could best describe this as opportunities. Uh, and uh, whenever you speak to anyone who's leading a team or involving a team uh, serving across the church family, the first thing they will say is we need more volunteers. And in fact, we've said to them, look, can, can we not include those that request on the list? Uh, because, because otherwise it becomes just an appeal for new volunteers. But the need is clear. Uh, and so what we thought we'd do is pray for every area, as much as we hope we've included all of them uh, on the next slide, every area, and let's pray that God would provide all that we need to do, all that we feel he is calling us to do. And of course, within that, you may feel God speak to you, uh, and you may think, actually, that's something that I could get involved with. So, so the, well, I'm being, you know, you hear my heart in this. We really want to uh, try and marry those things together, how he's gifted each of us in different ways, and how he has promised he'll provide all that, that, that is required for what he's called us to do. Um, so I tell you what, just as we're sat where we are, I'd just like us to pray and pray. I mean, you can look at that list. We've categorized them in that, in that, in that way. I think that's embraced uh, everything. No, it hasn't. I'm sorry. Um, Oak Hill. I'm sorry. The work into Oak Hill uh, as well needs volunteers. Uh, so, so, but please pray that God will provide. Is that okay? Okay, let's pray together. Let's bow our head. And open the book. Oh, have we? Okay, that's hot off the press. Open the book, uh, has been invited back into which school? Partner Primary. Fantastic. So please, but obviously we need volunteers. <laughs> okay, let's pray. Let's go for it. Lord, it's so good the way that we get involved in so many areas and have the opportunity to serve in different ways, Lord. But I was just struck by the what Martin just asked, you know, pray about there being more volunteers. And I remember Nigel Ring, who was one of the administrators of Stonely uh, many, many years ago. Some of you will know him who went Stonely. And he was maybe a little bit more direct. He would say, we need volunteers. And when I say we need volunteers... I'm talking to you. And he would look at the people and say, you know, I need someone to do this. I need someone. Will you do it? Will you put yourself forward? Now, I don't want to be like conviction, convicting, but we want to see God's kingdom come forward. We want to see God do big things. To do that, we need volunteers in all aspects. And Lord, I just pray that not only will we be praying for volunteers, Lord, but you will challenge us in our hearts. Should it be us? Should we be doing something? Lord, this is not a pressure, Lord. It's a way of advancing your kingdom for your glory, Lord, not a pain or a suffering. 
I think, a great denim lord. We've, we've got Centre 41 based around this postcode. We've, we've got a big uh, opportunity now in great denim. People around there, I'm sure, are thinking along the same lines. Lord, just give us this opportunity to be the volunteers rather than just pray for the volunteers, Lord. Talk to us, Lord. Speak to us, we pray. Let us be part of this grand journey with you. Amen. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to move on to another catcher. I'd like to move to Legacy, Matty, if that's all right. Just slightly different order uh, than I gave you. Um, let me just explain. There's a couple of things I just want to mention. Uh, we've talked about a, a multiply leadership track. Uh, what we felt for a little while is, that, is, is to be on the front foot as best as we can in training and equipping new leaders coming through, whether that's youth leaders, whether that's church planters, whether that's administrators, whatever, whether it's kids workers, and actually be thinking, okay, we're trusting God to continue to grow us, but we want to be trying to release the next leaders coming through. And within that, identify leaders that are amongst us and look at how we can invest in them. And so some we've talked about is, is the leadership track. Uh, and uh, there's two things that we'd love to do that we'd love to pray into today. We'd love to uh, release Ollie further. So Ollie's our youth pastor. Uh, he's, let's be honest, he's an impressive young man, isn't he? He's, he's, but don't tell him I said that, whatever you say. No, 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 don't clap him, whatever you do. No, no, no. No, he's amazing. Uh, but actually, he works part-time uh, as a youth pastor. That will continue. But we'd love to invest in him as a pastor and leader and, and give time and energy into bringing him further through exposing him to different situations, different responsibilities, different contexts uh, in order to train and equip him for, for the next thing that God might have for him one day. Uh, he will stay as a youth pastor. You know, there's no plans to change that. Uh, but we do want to invest in him. So one way we thought we'd do that is, is, is see the leadership track as part of investing in him. Uh, alongside that, and Ollie really uh, mentioned this, is we, God has really grown our youth work. And uh, I've always found the phrase... Uh, so helpful that Jesus said, I can only do what I see the Father doing. And so we see the Father doing some amazing things in our young people on this location, on the partner, on the Great Denim location uh, as well. Uh, it, it, it's, it's been you know, not unusual to, for us to have around, uh, I think it was around 30 teenagers on both locations on one Sunday. Uh, and, and so we're just seeing God do these things. Because we're over two locations, we recognize it's, Ollie's great, but he can't be on both locations on the same Sunday morning. Uh, and so we're looking to release a, a trainee uh, youth leader uh, that'll be part of this leadership track as an assistant leader, youth leader. Uh, and then we can serve both Sunday mornings as well as obviously what the guys do on, on Friday evenings. Uh, so that's something we're really praying for God to provide for. Alongside that, I guess most of you, if not... Uh, well, certainly most of you will be aware that next Sunday is a gift day for us. I'd love us to pray for that. Two things that we, 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 we're calling out to God for. One is uh, in our general giving uh, to, to serve the overall vision, some of which we're sharing today. But also, uh, and that's for people to consider, consider how they would want to regularly give to the work here. Secondly is the, is the leadership track that I just mentioned. Uh, and really, essentially, we're looking to raise around £20,000 uh, through either one-off gifts or regular giving, depending how people want to do that, uh, to enable us to, to release Ollie and someone else in the way that I just described for the next year. So that would help us do this for the next year as a way of us investing in the future. And so we want to try and respond to that. Uh, but in the end, we trust God uh, and we are looking to him for his, his leadership. I'd love us to stand together and pray for that. Pray for for God to provide all that is needed for what he wants to do. I tell you, why don't we do this in groups uh, and maybe in, in, in small groups around you? Let's pray for these things. We're praying for the release of Ollie, for a new assistant a youth leader. Please help us in identifying the right person. But obviously, please pray for the gift day, which will be next Sunday. Okay, let's do that. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we were reminded at the beginning that you are sovereign. And so, Lord, our prayer, my prayer is that we would 
align ourselves to all that you want to do. Lord, we've done our best efforts to hear you and trust that we are following your lead. But we just pray you would confirm these things. You would resource us, that we would never be lacking in in these areas, that we would uh, know of your affirming word in all aspects. So we do pray, Lord, for the gift day next week and, and the Sunday after for those who are not around next Sunday. We pray, God, that you would speak to us. Uh, we're a grace church and we're motivated by grace in all areas, particularly in finances. Uh, we know that uh, we are in challenging financial times economically as, as a country, and so we're fully aware of that. But, uh, so we look to you, God, and we say, Lord, speak to us individually and corporately, uh, and help us to navigate these coming, coming uh, months and years as we look to, to do all that you've called us to do. Uh, we thank you, God, that we can trust you even in the area of finances. And we bless you. We thank you that we are able to share the news that we've shared today of uh, leaders coming through and, and growth in the youth, and we celebrate these things. We ask these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please take your seat. Now, we are going to finish in a moment, but we're going to pray in a different, a different type of way. We're going to use a song as a way of praying. Uh, and it's an amazing song uh, which I call Speak Jesus. I don't know if that's what it's called. I'll Speak Jesus. I'll Speak Jesus. And it's a remarkable song because it, 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 is, it enables me and us to articulate we, God, we want you to move. We want you to move in our family. We want you to move in our streets and our neighbourhoods, in our nation. And, and it's a wonderful word that, that really calls out to God to move. And so there's many other things we wanted to share. We wanted to talk about our, our, our prayers for, for the south of the town, which we shared a little while ago. I was hoping to get Andre on his feet to talk about uh, 10 church plants that Andre's involved in in Europe. And, and so sorry, my friend, we didn't get time to, to share that, but there's probably many other things that we you, you had on your heart. Uh, the good news is, is we're going to be doing this fairly regularly, uh, so we will get to different areas that we haven't been able to get to. Um, always difficult to do those things in the first in the first time. But please, would you stand and let's read this, use this song uh, as as a prayer and as a declaration. Jesus, would you move? Would you move in this town, in your street, in your family, in this nation? in the nations of the world. I mean, within that, please pray for some of the biggies going on. Please pray for the war in Ukraine. I mean, I mean we're not, we're not, we haven't lost our global aspect. We just can't get to everything on one Sunday morning. Uh, so please pray for those. There have been many other things you'll be aware of. Uh, let's use this as a, as, a, as a way of saying, Jesus, we trust you. And Jesus, we say, please, would you move? Please, would you move? Amen? Stretch out your mighty hand, yeah? You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.